0: Hello, good morning, and welcome to Let's Talk All the Things with Rachel and Shannon. I'm Shannon Penrod. And, you... and I'm
1: Rachel Bird. Hello, everyone.
0: And and she is a breath of fresh air always. I uh, I was just saying that I feel older than dirt today. I don't know. And I don't
1: feel breathy or fresh air. So <laughs> You know, I mean, real, real time. My video today, my Small Kitchen Big Flavor, is very real time. Some days you just... You yeah. know. You
0: got to show up and you be, got real life. Real. You got
1: dirty pans. You got things. You, it's <laughs> not all perfect. This is how I feel about like Instagram models and you put yes. the things in their house. When you see the corner, I'm like, what's to the what's to the left of that? Yeah. Do you have dirty dishes? You, and then I found out one of the people I follow, she's like, oh, I have like three days where I have all these people that clean my dishes and they prep the food, and then I just cook it. And I was like, wait a minute.
0: Wow. You're cooking
1: the food, but you have people that do all that for you, and then someone else does your dishes. Like. Mm,
0: can I tell you my favorite? I used to watch the Martha Stewart Show religiously when it was on Sunday mornings. When I used to teach college and I was single, I would every Sunday morning it was the Martha Stewart Show, and and, and it would come out new. We didn't have Netflix back then. I know I'm older than dirt, <laughs> but anyway, my favorite episode ever of the Martha Stewart Show was when she took us into her wrapping room. Oh my God which is a back room in her house. And she laughed the whole time. She was like, okay, now you get to see the real inner sanctum. Of Martha Stewart Inc. because she said this is where we shove furniture when it's in the way of the shot. I mean, shot. What, was it bad? Oh,
1: it was insanity. I you, call it Monica's couldn't... closet from Friends, right? Like the okay, I her... didn't see that episode. <gasps> oh, is it bad? There's an so back by the bathroom when you're watching the show. There's a door uh-huh. you've never seen that door, and she opens it up, and it's just a closet that's not organized and it's all crazy. That's so crazy. so. There was all kinds of stuff in there.
0: Yeah. Oh, in Martha Stewart's wrapping room. And she, and she laughed and she said, this is where we shove things. This is where it's supposed to be the room where I keep the wrapping paper and the fact that you would have a wrapping room. First of all, can we talk about that? Can I
1: have a wrapping room, please?
0: Right. I'll order two to go. But, um, but she said, this is the catch all room. This is where we throw stuff. And at that point, I was a single college professor renting a two bedroom little cottage house. And I had this the second bedroom where if my mother didn't come and stay, it was where all my crafts were and everything. And my wrapping room, which I now started calling it, looked better than Martha Stewart's. Oh my it was gosh, more organized, that is epic. which is insane, right? Because there's, I don't own an, you know a, a drawer that's yeah. more organized than Martha Stewart. But I loved that. And I, th- I liked her more because it was real. It was real and I thought I don't have to live up to this crazy ideal that everything in her house is perfect. Right. And everything that she makes is perfect, which is what it looks well, like. But when that's you see that's the, the
1: real part of it. It's like, okay, some days I'm here, I'm happy, I'm joyful, but today was just a weird day. You know, you walk in and people go, How are you? And you go, I'm great, I'm fine. If we really said how we were feeling, like, oh, it's been a weird day, or it's been a hard day, or I'm tired, or you know, whatever it is, it's okay to yeah. be real and have someone that you could say, just kind of feeling off today and it doesn't mean it's a bad day um and I someone said oh is it because of the rain I said I the rain is refreshing and I love the rain yeah I know everybody in LA right now is is like done right over it over it (laughs) I love it because I know what life it's bringing. I'm so excited Mm -hmm. to see the spring. Yeah. I mean, I know we're technically in spring now, but to see what the green hills that are happening right now and just the gorgeousness, and then to see once those flowers start to bloom and it just starts to, like, come to life, I just can't wait for that. I'm excited about that too. I
0: said to my husband the other day that there's a part of Burbank where they have those I don't know if they're jacarandas but there's all the purple oh, trees. They're jacarandas. They just bloom one week yeah. a year and not every year if yeah. there's not enough rain oh, but it this year and, and it be rains where purple. Where Burbank is that? Oh, there's a couple of different streets um, that are
1: right off of Glen Oaks that are just. Oh, see, I'm gonna have to go look for that I'm excited for the wildflowers. I'm excited to see all the trees come to life. I'm excited. I mean, I know some of it's happening, but it's. It's just starting to come to life and starting yeah. to kind of be green. And we go up to this lake, and the lake is all, you know, everything's barren right now. And I ju- and there's a few flowers, yes. Can I tell you, I talked about the lake on oh, yesterday's did you? show. On yesterday's oh, show, you did? I talked about On Wednesday's show. Um, but yes, I and I said about how it's the Andy Griffith oh, lake. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, Yeah. Um, it is the Andy Griffith Lake. Uh, it was Andy Griffith. Uh, you'd watch lots of cartoons. I mean, not cartoons, lots of commercials, and lots of things. Um, they were just filming something up there yesterday. American Horror Story. They had a whole season that they actually built um, a mess hall and cabins and um, all kinds of things that would be at a camp. They built a gas station, and these were permanent structures or semi-permanent, I guess. You know, they weren't just a set. They were at, you walked into them. They were like working sets. And they had them up for like six months because uh, back and forth when we were in Toronto, we got to see them and we would come and go, oh. And, and, you know, during the day, you just walked around these things. Yes. They had security at some of them that were like, can't take a picture. And yeah. I was like, and then posted. I was like, I really were good. But, you know, it was really cool. We'd be Fantastic. driving around and they'd be filming um, scenes and, you know, walking around the lake. It was cool. That's a really fun
0: part of living. I mean, there's so many cities now where that's the case, right? Because Toronto certainly oh, is that way, that gosh. everywhere you go, it's production. L.A. is a little bit less than it's been yeah. in the past, but, you know, Atlanta has yeah. that as well, mm-hmm. and Dallas has parts mm-hmm. of it where they just shoot production, and it's you never know what you're going to stumble into. Well,
1: the little town that we went into, Lunenburg, for Lock and Key, for uh, we were there season one and season three, it's Nova Scotia, and then you drive a couple hours out of Nova, out of Halifax, you fly in there, and you drive to this little fishing town called and it is the just sweetest little town. It's so lovely. Um, but before us, the center was filming their oh. third season there. And I love that show. And they kept saying the center, the center. We have to understand about this town is there's it's only there's no hotels, it's only bed and breakfasts. Well, I should say there's a, a hotel, but it's it's really they're like they're inns, they're not hotels. That's right. what it is. And I think they said that there's a total of a hundred rooms in the entire town. Wow. And we had a hundred and something um, people that needed to live there, yeah, and so like hundred and fifty for production, and, correct, yeah, and so they hired a lot of local hires, but you know the crew the the lighting the the grip the all those guys, yeah, um and then we all stayed in this really cool, older um inn that has now been sold and it's a private home, which is kind of bummed oh. um, but it was I think there was like twenty something rooms, but it was so eclectic wow. and so cool, and we were kind of up in this attic space, it was funny because it was Kobe and I, it was three other actors. And so I said, is this the men's floor? I just like happened in on Kobe's floor. It was so funny. Um, but it was super cool and super neat. So to be on location there and then they'd be like, Oh, are you, were you part of the center? And I walked into a candy store and uh, I was buying some souvenirs and, and this guy goes, Hey, did you, did you know there's something, there's something filming right now here? Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh really? And he's like, yeah, it's called lock and key. Have you ever heard of it? And I said, I have. And in that moment, Kobe walked up and I said, he's on it. And the guy went, oh, 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 It was really cute because it's just this little tiny fishing town. Now, also, it's a lobster town. So I vowed that I would have lobster every day. I did that for like four days. We were there for like, I think, 12 days. I did that for four days. On the fifth day, my stomach said, you're not having lobster every day. But I mean, even on the crafty truck, like lunch was lobster mac and cheese because it was just fresh, good lobster
0: yeah, lobster. lobster. See,
1: I grew up in upstate New
0: York and every summer the there would be the lobster guy would come through, drive through your town, and he would have this big pickup truck with all these lobster things oh on the my back. Gosh. And my mother would always say, Be looking for the lobster man, it's that lobster time of year. And she would buy a bunch of lobster and they would be in our refrigerator oh. alive. <laughs> Um, until she could, you know, get the pot going and throw them in. Speaking Uh, of
1: refrigerators, we should show my little thing because I know you have questions.
0: I do. I have questions. I'm super curious. I have so many things that I want to talk about. Um, but I just wanted to say for people yeah. who don't know, who maybe this is your first time watching, this is Rachel. Oh yeah, we're, we're Rachel Bird. <laughs> no, 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 we already introduced ourselves. But Rachel Bird's son is Kobe Bird, who you've seen Kobe on the show before, but you've also seen him on The Good Doctor and certainly on Speechless. And the big one, Lock and Key, on Netflix, if you haven't watched it yet, I don't know what you're doing with your time. (laughs) You need to go watch watch all three seasons and see him very lovingly and beautifully uh, portray Rufus on Lock and Key and see exactly what she's talking about because... He's a dynamite actor, and you know he sings too, and does all these amazing
1: things. He's we'll, currently kind of doing something secret out yes, in the other room out here—a very
0: amazing, creative thing that we'll tell you guys more about. And if you don't know, the podcastathon is coming up in less than two weeks, and on the very first hour, our panel is Joe Montagna. Holly Robinson, Pete, and Kobe, Kobe Bird. So, and we'll be taking live questions during that hour. So, I just wanted to say that in case. Well, somebody can you didn't explain know.
1: to me the podcastathon just so everybody knows yes. and is aware of what it is, what we're doing?
0: Yeah. So, um, normally when you do your do a show like we do this hour, and you know you can be live, and then you podcast it. So it means it's it's recorded, and you can download it wherever you get podcasts. So we wanted to do something special for April because it's a big month. It's autism awareness, autism action, autism acceptance month, whichever A you choose, or if you choose all of the A's, I'm all about all of the A's. Uh, And so we wanted to do something special. This is something we've talked about for a really long time and I think it's the first year that we really were poised to be able to do this. We're gonna go live and we're gonna attempt to stay live for 44 straight hours, no breaks. So, which is a little crazy, uh, yes. Uh, but what it will be is a lot of information and a lot of excitement, and hopefully you'll get the three A's
1: in spades, right? Now, are you raising money? Or are you just doing this to raise awareness? What What is it that you? I know you're saying, you know, uh, what is it that you? What's your end goal from after the 44 hours? So,
0: my end goal is information and inspiration around the world. So, I love that. so that my, needs to be on your shirt, right? Uh, I wanted to call it the information and inspiration extravaganza, and I was told it was too much of a mouthful. So I just (laughs) make that the tagline. But I know, and we can talk more about this, but I know, oh, I'm going to get emotional, um, that in the early days of autism, sometimes you feel like you're on a planet by yourself. And you don't know where to go, and it feels like I'm the only person there
1: sometimes. That's certainly how I felt. And nobody else can ever understand
0: Yeah. And sometimes it feels like, oh, I see this advertisement for something that I could go to that's halfway around the world and costs money. And where's my kid when I'm doing that? And I have no way to get there. And I can't afford even the book that comes with it. So always I wanted to do things that were free, that if you have an internet connection, that you know, that you could get information and not feel like you were alone. And that is for everyone, whether you are the person who's been diagnosed on the spectrum or it's someone that you love, whether that, that is a young child or a teenager or an adult or your spouse, your significant other, that you have a place where you can go and you feel like you can be yourself Mm -hmm. and you can talk about things and it doesn't, you can talk about the things that are frustrating you, but you can also celebrate who you are and who you love. So, but often, and so we 've been doing that for 12 years, we 've been trying to do shows, and we 're trying to do more shows like this one, where it's not you know just talking about one thing, but um, we get letters from people who say, "I watch in Dubai, and I, I never get to watch you live. I never get to interact live. I, I, I send questions in, and I love that, but I would love sometime i 'm going to stay up in the middle of the night and I 'm going to watch you guys live. There's our, the logo for the Autism uh, Network podcast Athon. So we're going to go around the clock almost exactly twice. We're going to go 44 hours. And I love when people ask me, where'd you come up with the 44 hours? It's because that is the current CDC estimation of how many, I always like to make it exactly what it is. That's how many uh, eight-year-olds in the United States are estimated to already have the diagnosis. So that is not that, you know, that's how the CDC comes up with their prevalence number. Uh, Which is a little bit mm, wonky, and we are expecting there to be a new prevalence number between now and when we go live. It may even happen while we're live, and we'll cover that while we're live. But we're we're literally watching our clocks we expect it any day now. But we're going to do 44 hours for sure, Uh, and we've got amazing people. You and Kobe are going to do one hour. We are. We're going to do midnight. Yes, the
1: first night. Come hang out with us midnight on the... Technically, it's the 5th of April, yeah. but it's like the 4th, 5th. It's the cusp, yes. right? Yes. So come join us. We're going to we're gonna post some questions. We're going to post on Kobe's social media, see if anybody wants to join us live and what questions they might have. Um, well, anybody can join us live because we will be live. But what questions you want answered, we're just going to kind of have fun. We might even be in our PJs. We'll see.
0: Oh, that's very exciting. And just
1: to get, s- I've spent a
0: little bit of time with them this afternoon and I spend time with you guys whenever I can. I'm antisocial, but other than that, you're the people I spend time with. When I spend time with anyone, right. and um, and they're awfully fun. I, just to <laughs> hang out with them, we sing
1: and dance, and we're pretty silly.
0: Yes, I can I say I love it when sometimes you butt dial me, yeah. and I get to, I don't mean to. And when I realize when I'm listening to the message, and I realize oh it wasn't that she was singing something to me, and then is going to talk to me, I delete it because that's not fair. But you know, I love to hear the two of you singing in your
1: house. Singing. I've to- gotten messages that Jem and Shannon have just heard us <laughs> singing for... She's like, But it was so great. And I was like, I, hey, if my butt dialed you, I guess it needed you to listen. And you sing to your shrimp. <laughs> yes, I do sing to my shrimp. <laughs> and it's so much fun to listen to. They make up songs
0: that they sing to their shrimp. I sing to my
1: plants. I sing to my fake plants that Shannon watered when we were in Toronto. <laughs> yes. And she was like, um, I'm not sure what's real and what's not. So the next time we, we were in town and we left, I put dead. A lot, a real, real, <laughs> and then on one that was just dead, and I hadn't killed it, I said good, dead.
0: Good fake plants, I couldn't do. tell. I couldn't tell which ones were. Wrong. But anyway, what we want to do right now is show you a video uh, and tell them a little bit about, because it's Small Kitchen Big Flavor, right? Tell them a little bit about that. So small
1: Kitchen Big Flavor started... Um, when I was posting recipes, I just like to cook. And uh, I've cooked for Kobe. He's going to be 21 in uh, two months. And I've, since he was about five and a half, I've been cooking gluten-free, dairy-free food for him. And I wanted it to be good gluten-free, dairy-free food. I love to cook. I like to create in the kitchen. usually don't follow recipes. I might follow something but I always add my own flair into it. And I started posting things and someone said, oh, you got to, you got to do your own Instagram. And I was like, I'm not looking for followers. I just want same thing. I want people to have the information. I want people to be able to cook and make great food. And I live in an apartment. I've lived in an apartment for the last 17 years and it is a small kitchen. So I call it small kitchen, big flavor, because no matter where you cook, you can have big flavor. You can have big ideas and it's just putting those things into motion. And so usually I have a little recipe Um, and this time I decided I was just going to, because, um, I think on the very first episode, the very first, um, cooking segment, (laughs) I pulled out a piece of, a big piece of, um, aloe. You pulled a plant out.
0: (laughs) And I got so many people's
1: people that were like, what, how do you have that in there? So... This week, it was going to be what you need in a gluten free kitchen. And I just decided, you know what? I'm just going to give you a tour of Small Kitchen Big Flavor. Some of the things I use, some of the things I have, some of the products I have. Shannon has some questions. I'm super I curious. Do. I don't know what the questions are, I so I'm a little do. bit. Um, but I live in an apartment. I have a small kitchen. I've made it. Um, I have a little apartment garden, I call it. I have a fish that lives in my kitchen with me. The kitchen fish. <laughs> kitchen fish. I named love Remy that. after. Um, Ratatouille. That's the uh, that's Remy, and then um, there's a well, there is a shrimp in that one too. Okay, I didn't know yeah, that. There's a shrimp. I don't think you the shrimp that. hides because Remy's not nice. So oh, dear. but Remy loves when I'm doing dishes, and she's a blue beta, and she's they're supposed to be nice, but she doesn't like anything in her. She day. doesn't eat the shrimp. No, well she tries, and oh. male betas are the mean ones. Field there's be- not
0: that far to go. Where does he hide? There's a log. Okay. Yeah. All right, my phone is going crazy. Uh, but let's take a look at this video and then, and I will ask some of my questions and you guys can ask some of your questions. Take a look at what Rachel made for us the tour of her kitchen.
1: Hi, friends. Welcome back to Small Kitchen Big Flavor. I am Rachel, um, Rachel of the Let's Talk All the Things with Rachel and Shannon. I decided that today I'm not going to cook anything i'm not going to do anything like that i'm going to show you my small kitchen i'm going to talk about the things that i love and use a lot i'm going to talk about the things that are great for a gluten-free dairy-free kitchen um so i'm just gonna kind of take you through i didn't organize my cabinets i didn't organize my anything i tend to be overly organized or mass chaos so in my kitchen because i cook so much I did do my dishes, but I left some dishes behind because I wanted to show you guys, like, look, I have dirty pans. I have pans, like, people are like, oh, that's so gross. But you know what? This is what some of our pans actually look like. And this is my favorite one. I've tried the, you know, vinegar and lemon and let it sit. That didn't work for me. If any of you guys know how to clean a pan, let me know. But I just wanted you guys to see that I'm a normal person in a normal kitchen able to make fantastic food. Um, And when I say fantastic food, I think the biggest, um, my biggest critic or judge is my son and he loves my cooking. Um, I do everything gluten-free, dairy-free for him and me as well and anybody in our life. Uh, I love to convert recipes and do different things like that. Again, like I've said before, if you guys have questions about um, recipes or something that you wanna do or a snack or something easy, let me know, but I figure what I'll do. I'll take my camera. I'll kind of go around my kitchen a little bit, show you in my cabinets, show you what I've got. Um, I have a little mini, I call it my apartment garden. I have some basil and some rosemary. Um, I also have some green onions over there. Um, I like to take green onions and um, when I've used them, I just cut them down to the bottom part and I let them grow. I keep them rubber banded, did, rubber banded, rubber banded, I keep them rubber banded I keep adding water to them and they keep growing, snip, snip, snip. When they get a little funky, I throw them away. I don't ever transfer them to dirt because I just don't have a place to do that. Um, But I do like to have fresh herbs. Uh, Usually I have fresh mint, so I will go try to find some fresh mint. Usually Trader Joe's has little great pots of mint and little great pots of herbs and different things like that. Um, So I'm just going to kind of walk you through my icebox. Wow. a side note. Uh, I say icebox and not refrigerator. When I'm talking about an icebox, I'm talking about my refrigerator and not my freezer. Uh, And uh, so if you hear icebox, it's my fridge. Um, So let's see what I've got in my kitchen. Here I'll start with my instruments first. I always have avocado oil. Always, always, always. That's what I cook with. That's what I use. I also have this. Um, You actually put your avocado oil avocado oil in it. See, I can't even talk straight sometimes. Um, you put that in there, you pump it up and you can use that. Most important thing for me is my juicer. I use spatulas like a crazy human. These are great for straining. These slotted spoons are great for straining things out. I do have some of my favorite tools that I use. Always use my um, ladle and then a bigger version when I want s- soup. Um, tongs always, or not tongs, tongs or tongs but these are things I use potato masher um, all kinds of things let's go into my spices um again I did not clean anything garlic powder is probably the number one thing that I use in my life Uh, I use that on everything I started using black garlic Italian seasoning Ooh, flavor god have you guys tried him some of the best things you've ever had Trader Joe's has some great spices. Turmeric and paprika. I also use curry, but I just ran out of my curry. I I use Madras curry. This is a cheese flavoring from um, Flavor God that is non-dairy. So these are all just kind of spices. Everything spices for me has too much sodium, so I actually made my own everything spices in here. So I I took, um, this is poppy seeds, garlic, regular um, sesame seeds and garlic powder. And I made my own version of everything seasoning. Okay. These are some of the things that I use in my spices. Um, I'm going to come out and show you. I, I think I've told you guys that I make my own milks. So I make milk out of cashews, out of coconut, out of rice, and usually I have almonds, but I've been just making cashew, which is kind of lovely. Let's go to the ice box. Okay. Again, I didn't organize so let's just see. Last time people were joking that I pulled an entire um, uh, aloe vera plant out. Uh, one of the things I, I'm obsessed with are these um, preserves. Kobe loves a dairy-free mil- um, yogurt. And so um, I usually have this or the dairy-free we. The So Delicious is his favorite, but the wee are his more favoriters. Um, let's see, can we... Pull that down, dairy free borson, chimichurri sauce, salsa, all kinds of things. Um, cheeses that I like to use are, and I, I he does like to just have a, a very simple deli style meat. So we have VioLife, which is amazing, and also chow, those two I, we couldn't live without. Um, we have garlic I am obsessed with mustard, so. Lots of mustards in here. I typically take and I prep, I prepped a chicken salad. I made a corned beef. This is a chicken curry salad. I made a corned beef. Um, I'm gonna make tacos, so I have my meats. Um, I have all my spicy stuff down here. Uh, This is, we always have some kind of fruit in here. These are great because you can put the fruit in, rinse them and put them in here, which is phenomenal. I have eggs. Um, I keep my eggs in my icebox like this. Underneath, this is when we have hard boiled eggs, which obviously I need to make some because I used to always get confused and so it lives in the icebox. Uh, so I have that in there, more fruits. We have strawberries. Um, I like to have these little organizers in my icebox. Um, it's just kind of easier. Here's my, that is a non gluten free bagel. So it's a gluten bagel and then Kobe's gluten free ice cream cones and breads whatever he wants and then i always always typically have blueberries strawberries and oh yes i hear you hold on alarm off okay so then spinach tomatoes always 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 um i have i typically have edamame just all these things to snack on always have green onions always have cilantro celery and lettuce let's see what else okay Earth Balance, the best thing to cook with. I love it so much. Someone someone gave me things. Kobe is obsessed with matcha, so we keep the matcha. That's Sheena's Kitchen matcha, who she makes the most amazing products. Um, I do like things like a jelly that's a natural jelly, and the reason I love this kind of thing is because I can open it and I can put it on the bread without sticking a um, knife back in it for cross-contamination if I have a non-gluten-free, dairy-free um, Uh, item. So Kobe loves anything um, that is fish related, sushi related, poke bar. And so this is a poke sauce that I drizzle on top of things. It is gluten free. Um, It's great because you can read and see what they have, uh, what the ingredients are. Um, So that's super yummy. Always have, again, the, the cross contamination things are great. And Kobe loves teas. So I've been making peppermint tea and um, green tea so he can have that. So that's the inside of my ice box. Super interesting, isn't it? You guys are probably bored by now. Ready for real, look at that. I don't have the perfect kitchen, I have to hold it like that. This is what I have in my cupboards. Not everything is perfect, Uh, yes, I have Spam, Uh, and if anybody has a problem with that, well, that's what we have. I like to put everything in jars. It's easier for me to see, easier for me to get to. I have ADHD, so if I visually know what's here, it's a lot easier sometimes, these boxes. I can't take this stuff out, but I sometimes will write or put it so I know what's in there. Um, So these are things that I like to cook with hemp heart seeds. I take um, gluten-free flour, and I I mean gluten-free oats. I blend them and make my own flour. I kind of put everything in here. I have xanthan gum. All kinds of different things. Um, I always have some kind of peanut butter, beans. Up there is all of my baking things. Um, I love Bob's Red Mill. their gluten-free flour. Um, I use coconut flour, cornstarch, all kinds of different things. Um, Kobe loves, like I said, anything fishy. So he likes chicken breast, canned tuna, and then things like um, sardines. I always think that that's Snow White looking at me. I really don't know who it is or what she's doing, but... I always think it's Snow White. Um. Anyway, so this is my cabinet. So I think for me something super important is clarity. I see these people with these perfect kitchens. I live in a small, older apartment. Um, some of the things that I did is I added things that would help me have more space, like my where I keep my sponges. Um, yes, I have a fish thing. I always have a paintbrush. Um, I actually do have a fish there. Her name is Remy, um, and she is my kitchen fish, and she helps me with all my cooking. Um, but I added things like a stick-on subway tile that gave this apartment kind of drab, yucky um, stucco wall. Um, It just gave it, it kicked it up a notch and it totally refreshed the whole kitchen. The herbs give it life, the plants give it life. Um, I love to just have things with tiers with spaces. It super helps me be able to organize my kitchen. Um, I hope that that, um, you guys had fun looking inside of Small Kitchen Big Flavor and seeing some of the stuff that I use. Uh, if you have questions, please let me know. And I can't wait to cook for you all again.
0: Welcome back. Hi. Okay, so, and we, I I sort of wish that we had had the mics open the whole time because I started commenting on some of the things that I wanted to comment, but Traven said if we wanted to, we could play it again without the sound, and then I could ask all the questions as we're going through. Okay. Uh, So I think that we should do that because I I don't know about you, but my head just went like insanity. First of all, I have to say, you called me with a question last week. That you said to me when you t- come home and you bring your groceries and you and you bring the groceries. Is it okay to talk about this? Yeah, of course. Uh, you bring your groceries home. Does it drive you crazy if you don- if the things aren't put away with the label facing out? And I went, what? Oh, it has to be. <laughs> and, I- and I said, no. In actual fact, it would drive me crazy. I am a triple Virgo, so I would literally have to go in and make at least one of them. It would drive me crazy. Just if they...
1: watching that clip, I saw an oatmeal that was backwards, and it's making me twitch. There we go. And I have to go home. I'm sleeping with the enemy, like, but I'm not the enemy. I mean, <laughs> someone probably, but <laughs> um, it's I have to have it all so I can see it. It's all facing forward. And that's also just your, okay. Your do you know my thing with the stickers? No. My, I wish Kobe could walk in here right now because I have a big fruit basket. It's a huge tiered basket, and I keep my onions our clementines, avocados, bananas, any fr- any apples, anything, the butternut squash from your yard is uh-huh. still there. I mean, all that stuff. If I buy things and there are stickers, the stickers has to, have to come off before they go in the basket. Oh, I okay. cannot handle. And I will, Kobe and I, as we're undoing the groceries, he knows. And he'll go, oh, label. And so, because I am crazy. Well, that's not crazy. It, it really isn't. Uh, it, it's just a
0: different way of doing things. I, I will say too that I watched somebody talking about how to reorganize their freezer the other day. One of those many reels, and they took absolutely everything out of every plastic container and every box, and then would repackage it. And I went, I don't have time in the yeah, day. Yeah, I don't have time in the day to do that. Nor do I have enough containers. Um, but that but then it all fit together like tetris and i went okay it's beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful but i i just know i would yeah. do it once we'll talk yeah. um but so let's let's roll it again and and we'll we'll start to talk about different things because i have so many questions about so many things and different products that you were looking at and and where you got it and so on and so forth so go ahead oh, and that's perfect and, yeah, and play There's that me. there. <laughs> and first of Sherman, all, let, you're so good, let's, thank you.
1: Let's talk about the the fabulous ears because this <laughs> which is which I was supposed to have the dress and the ears on today. But I remembered that we have a green screen, yes. and if I did, I would have been a floating head. So that's the black outfit, but I need—I put some sparkles on the ground, sparkles on the top, and sparkles here. But that's what I was supposed to look like until I realized I would be a floating head. They're
0: fabulous. We love floating heads. When we got married, we had a whole black background, and the gentleman who married us was wearing all-black suit and um and he is a guy who plays Oliver Hardy at Universal oh my gosh. so you know he has that Oliver Hardy mustache that looks a lot like a Hitler mustache and so he, in all of our wedding pictures, it looks like we were <laughs> married by Hitler, but Hitler, Hitler, but Hitler, 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 floating head. But Hitler ad, after he gained a little weight Just because Oliver Hardy is not a thin it. man. So, uh, yes, it looks, yeah. So we're all about the floating heads, but okay. We're loving all, like all these things. I love that you showed us the dirty pan. We were talking about this before that, uh, you know, I used to love Susie Orman, but I saw her on Oprah take a woman to task for, because her pan was like, you know, real? like that real. And I, and I wanted to say to Susie Orman, when was the last time you cooked something, yeah. honey?
1: I mean, uh, listen, I have tried, there's the thing where you, you put baking soda and then you put a, a, a static cling or clean free and then oh, you put lemon and then you, re- yeah. and you take salt. I've tried it. There's, uh, you know, it just, if and I, have I love the that miraculous pan.
0: thing. Let us know, but I haven't found the thing. And sometimes your favorite pan, I mean, if you, mm-hmm. if it's in hard use, I, this, I have this a dutch oven
1: i have a big dutch oven and a small dutch oven that i use i cook everything in and the bigger one um it you know because i i do i i um i mean i use i have a what's it called like a wooden spoon but it's flat yeah and that's what i use to clean up that's what i use to get the flavor like when it starts to get funky on the bottom when i'm cooking it because yeah. that's the it's like when you deflavor the pan or deglaze the pan or whatever yes but I use that also when I'm cleaning. I use that same spoon because there's sometimes it gets there, and you don't want something like metal on metal. So I use no. that wooden spoon. My favorite pan is my cast
0: iron pan because you know why? Because you like it's called seasoning. Yeah, yeah. You don't you clean wipe the it crap down. out of it. You, yeah. you, It's called seasoning. Yeah, uh, and that's what it is. And we loved your little, you know, that you've got your plants there. I my said, apartment garden. I said now I should go and show you my refrigerator, but you would all stop watching. <laughs> because you'd be like, I said to chaos, to Shane, who wants to see my my icebox? Who wants to see what it is? Uh, well, we all <laughs> learned a great deal from it. Uh, the, so anyway, in just a second, you're going to start to show us your tools. I think we're headed over towards that. Yes. And you failed to mention something about your tools, which I picked up as soon as I saw them. <laughs>
1: because I'm crazy. You can uh, say no, because
0: you are organized and you have. The, you have a place for everything. I don't, and I, you know, I should have a place for everything and everything in its place. Because
1: for me, it's either complete organization or mass chaos. Right. There's no place. I mean, I mean. Mass chaos. There's, That's so, what I do. So uh, look, uh, do you and I am seeing this it's going a little the crazy. There's a rainbow. yellow. There's a yellow spoon out, of, and Kobe knows. Kobe puts them away because he does the dishes and puts them away. But yes, it is colorful. A rainbow, red to blue. Actually, there's a little purple pair of tongs there. But I do see, I told Shannon earlier, there's a yellow spoon and it's making me twitch. Like there's a few things. They're color coordinated. They are. uh, It helps because everything has a place. You know what, I'm gonna be honest. It started with that kind of thing. I do have like OCD when it comes to some of those. I don't think I do, but Kobe, my son with autism, says to me, (laughs) OCD much, mom? And uh, because he knows, but one of the things is there's a place for everything. The red goes with the red, the yellow goes with the yellow, the green goes with the green. So he knows when he's putting stuff away, when we started doing it, once he knows where to put something away, that's it.
0: Yes, we got to move on to the spices, though, because this is amazing. I will say that I, I said the OCD in me goes, some of these things are not organic, and you have some organic things and some not. And I, and I go, oh. although I have some organic things and yeah. some not in my household too. But we have a sign in our kitchen that says, "Don't panic, it's organic," <laughs> and it is like the the sign for our kitchen. But also, you failed to mention that your
1: spices are what. Rachel? Alphabetized. Alphabetized. Doesn't everybody do that? No. Then how do you find your spices? You just go around in the circle. I have to. Well, no, mine are on E-G-I-C. the side of the refrigerator. No, C- I.
0: I told you in my spice cabinet, I, I have them on the re- side of the refrigerator now. But all the things that are extra, I open up the the slim yeah. cabinet, and all of the teas yeah. fall down because it's you know when chaos. I
1: had when I had those on the side of my icebox, the uh-huh. magnet ones, they were all alphabetical. Oh. Because A to Z, you can, you can find the cinnamon's always where the C is. I can't, I can't, and I love, love, but so you have to tell us, where are you getting these containers? So I got those at HomeGoods. So I go to places like HomeGoods or uh, I, you know, I find, I know what I want. I go, oh, this is what I want. And then I go look for them. and we see that all the stickers are exactly you, you keep things lined up. <laughs> and I literally, I purposely did not clean anything up. I didn't wipe anything down. I yeah. did my dishes because I've been cooking a lot. You can see I've got stuff in the in the icebox, but uh, everything faces forward. Um, now this
0: jam, you said you
1: absolutely oh love this gosh. jam. I've Strawberry, never tried. Strawberry raspberry. It. It's so good. If you've seen it, you know. And then those jars are perfect. I keep those jars when I'm done. I clean them out. And then if I have um, like bacon fat or something like that, I pour that in and I can put it in the icebox and throw it away or if you're going to reuse it. But those jars are also really cute when you make other things because it has that, the picnic table, you know, is it gingham? No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. -hmm. Uh, The up. Now, so everything in your refrigerator that's on a shelf are in these plastic bins. Yes. Here's the thing. I saw your refrigerator like this months ago, yeah. and I ordered a bunch of the plastic bins, and I sort of organized them, and then it was complete and total chaos. I didn't put the groceries away one day, and now they're mostly stacked on
1: a counter. Um but you trained yourself and Kobe Correct. to to do this again. There's a place for everything because it just goes back. Uh, when the, like the you're going to see there's grapes. There's my spices. I don't
0: have the the thin ones. Though. Oh, okay, those this, are the best. Where did you get this thing? I got I've never that seen this at um,
1: I think it Ross. I saw them. I've been looking for them. I've gone back Mm -hmm. to look. Everybody that comes to my house goes. I need these. And I asked you. That's ceramic. That that is ceramic. It's a ceramic egg holder. And then that's just a plastic one. And the reason I did that, I said in the video, is because I'd always like have my hard boiled eggs in a bowl or something. Yeah. And or I'd put them back, and then I'd like accidentally crack a hard or an an egg, think it was hard boiled. So that lives in there. We usually always have at least six to twelve hard boiled eggs. But Um, I love
0: these fruit things because. For me, it's always a thing. You know, you wash your fruit, mm-hmm. and then I just can never get anything dry. Yeah. And and then I'm in a hurry to get it back in the refrigerator and put stuff away. Right.
1: Um, so no, I love those little things, and they're great. I do have a also a fruit cleaner. Like those blueberries were cleaned already. I usually, I used to um, always put the the blueberries in a spinner. In a jar. No, I would, I have a a strainer that I clean everything in Uh and then like most of my vegetables and fruits go in there before. And then I sometimes clean them with apple cider vinegar and then, um, they go back into the, into their little container or I I, I at least clean them. Um, and we talked about this, that I
0: was like, you have two different kinds of earth balance. Um, because the one I the
1: one is organic and the other one is not. And I'm thinking that it probably was because I got it from like what, fresh or something and i'm sorry i keep talking over you but yeah. what i what is the the thing in the white jar what is it's it? matcha Kobe loves matcha, and there's a woman named Shayna Shana, Shana um, she does a gluten-free kitchen. She actually was she used to date Ryan Seacrest, but oh. I just love her to death. And she lives in Italy now. She lives in Umbria. She bought a okay. piece of property, and she's got ducks and chickens, and she cooks okay. all these amazing things, gluten-free um, things. But she also sells matcha, and she has some other products, and she's amazing. Okay, uh, her thing is called Shayna's Kitchen. But we're 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 getting behind here because yes.
0: what do you put this pokey sauce on? Okay,
1: so yesterday I made Kobe to Kobe some tuna tataki, so I just took some ahi tuna, and I like seared it, Uh and then sliced it, and I made some cauliflower rice, and then did, there's a sriracha, I made a homemade sriracha mayo with some furikake, and then I just put that on top, I drizzle it on top.
0: Are these recipes available for us on? I can. Okay. Um, but so absolutely amazing. I also, hello, how long have we been gluten-free and dairy-free and never knew the thing about the squeeze bottles for cross-contamination? Oh, that is the best
1: thing, isn't it? Oof, brain went Because nuts. you just, then you don't have to worry about a knife going in. Never thought about that before. Uh, it's just crazy. Now I want my I feel kind of bad that I didn't, that I didn't edit this. Why? Or like, oh, see, I, all I can see is the oatmeal. You guys, oh my gosh, look at us. This is so cool, Traven. Yes, it's very cool. Um,
0: <laughs> But uh, absolutely amazing. I'm a big ball uh, jar fan. I, I, love, I love a that. ball jar. I love a ball jar. Absolutely love it. Uh, and love that you've got everything organized and and that I see I couldn't stand it if the
1: if some of the labels weren't slightly turned I would lose my, my that, mind. Oh. I would have to come over See that one and, that and label doesn't it. have the one with the cranberries doesn't have cuz uh. that's like an alternative jar <laughs> it's okay. a, oh, a rotating jar. <laughs> the um, spam kills me that, Oh, you, and have you to got have, so defensive oh, about
0: the spam. Oh, spam. Can I mention though that the breads from Anna mixes uh, best thing ever breads from best
1: Anna best ever. Um, their bread, their banana bread, what's the other one? The pumpkin um, bread. The pumpkin I, bread. I like their chocolate brownies. Wait, that... doesn't she, wait, where is she? Doesn't she look like Snow White? And now who, who is that? I don't know. Some ra- random lady
0: on but, the sardine well, what jars. What are those? Those are sardines. Jem likes the uh, smoked oysters. Okay. But um, yeah, amazing, amazing stuff that you have all those ingredients. And I think this is when you tell us about the, the kitchen fish. Yes. Uh, but I, I even love, like, I know that you buy a lot of things on Amazon, but are you like, because to find those things that fit exactly in your kitchen, I I set out to do that and I go, oh, I'm going to find a thing that fits exactly here on the sink or whatever. And I can never find the right measurements. Are you just better at shopping on
1: Amazon? Probably. I don't ever measure. Oh my gosh. I just was like, oh, this will fit here. And Maybe not, and maybe this will fit here, and maybe that'll fit there. It actually kind of is kind of perfect the way it goes, especially on the other side. I have that shelfy thing right behind me, um, and then you can't see it, I'm in my own way on there. I have, you know those grass bottle cleaners, the bottle dryers that, People have for kids. They had them like 15 years oh, ago. Yeah, 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 I yeah. use that still for my cups. That's my cup dish drainer because oh. I don't want an ugly dish drainer. The grass is cute, yeah. so I use that, and that's my dish drainer there, and it just happens to be perfect. So can I, can I tell you, I always used to have the wooden
0: dish strainers that they fold up and collapse. Oh, right. So that any because I have been somebody in my life that. I determine how I'm doing by whether I, because I can't live without a dishwasher. Mm. So w- when I go to look for an apartment to rent or whatever, it has to have a dishwasher. It's non-negotiable yeah. for me. But, so I rarely ever was washing dishes, and, but I would always get the, so, you know, if I wanted something, I could, you know, take it mm. out do whatever. And my mother would come and visit me, and I'm left-handed. And I would always have the dish drainer on the one side. And my mother was like, I don't know what this crazy contraption is, and folded it up and got me, a, you know, a plastic one. And and she would always rearrange it on the sink for me. And I wouldn't say anything because, you know, it's your mom and whatever. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Right? And then my mother finally, um, there was one time that she came and she goes, I don't know why, every time I come to your house, I have to move your dish drainer and put it on the right side. And I said, oh, you know, okay. I'm left-handed and she went I know that and I said well it, so when you're left-handed you put it on the other side and she was like I've been moving your dish trainer every time and you didn't say anything and then she was madder at me than anything else but it's funny my mom passed away 10 years ago and I can't manage to get myself another wooden yeah. one yeah. I, I'm doing it in the plastic and it's on the side that I want it to be on, but it's like this homage
1: to my yeah, to my mother. Mom.
0: But I would rather use a grass mat.
1: That grass mat is the best, and I've seen other friends. I went to a friend's house recently um, over Christmas, and she had one. And her kids are 21 and 18, and right. I was so excited that she had it too. It I was so like, it's not just. Sense. I actually bought it from like someone on Facebook Marketplace 10 years ago or something like that because there, you know, I was like, this is perfect. I love yeah. this. I need this.
0: And you probably could roll it up easily when you're not. Because when I, I always keep, I never move it. When I have people over though, I, I, you know, we have. It's cute. It's grass. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like, I would like to put that stuff away, but I don't have a place to put away because I got that big clunky plastic one.
1: So my dish drainer is a, a, like a wiry one, I guess, uh-huh. it's, but it goes in the other side, one side of my uh-huh. sink because I've got the two sides. So it just fits perfect. Yeah. Except when I have a lot of dishes, then it goes up and I have, yeah. you know, I have a dish drainer on the right and then I have the cups and glasses on the left.
0: I. I, I love, though, um, some of the older kitchens. It's, they have so much character, mm-hmm. whereas newer kitchens, not Well, as and much.
1: people say when they come into my place, oh, it looks lived in. And sometimes I'm like, huh? And they're like, no, it's homey. It feels like someone lives yeah. here. I don't want to go into a museum. There's cool. enough of those. I grew up in a house, and my mom's house is beautiful and lovely, and I love it so much. It's always clean. It's always perfect. It's always right. lovely. And I remember when I moved into my own place, and I was like, oh, my gosh, if I want to put my spoons in a bathroom counter, I could. In a bathroom drawer, I could put anything where I want to put them. (laughs) Uh, And, and of course, here I am, like, being super regimented about where everything is. But Kobe's great. Kobe knows now. And he knows. He'll come and say, where does this go? All right. Or where does that go? And it has a place. And it has a place. And if he doesn't Uh know, I'll say, leave it on the counter, and then I'll show you where it is. Can I tell you what happens in my
0: house? Uh, The the two men that I live with will say to me, hey, do we have light bulbs? And I go, "Uh uh-huh. And they go, do you know where they are? And I go, somewhere.
1: And I don't know where the light bulbs right, are. Right. That's my whole life in a nutshell. Yeah. It was and for why my me, garage the light bulbs way. are in a thing that says light bulbs. Exactly. And, but they have to get in there. So I have to take yeah. the time to put them in there. Um, but that hasn't always happened. Right. My dining room table used to be a, a mound. And I'm like, oh. I'd like to actually, and you know, I live in a small apartment and at one point we had three humans. Now we have two, um, and it's it's easier, and it's nice because everything has a place. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I have a, a relative who's married to uh, a gentleman who is very organized, and so her whole life is organized, and I think when they come to visit us, they lose their minds slightly, right, right. and he'll come to me and say, so do you have a hammer? And I go, yes let me find that for you it's one of 18 places that's all
1: can i tell you i have a hammer and i have a fake hammer and sometimes i forget which hammer it is and sometimes i pull the fake hammer out and i'm like oh that feels really light oh because it's a sponge hammer <laughs> and it's covered with like murder blood because it was used as a prop i was gonna say, and i'm why like i just need to look hammer? at the bloody hammer and know that it's not real. that's wonderful i used to have a fake cleaver that was from Universal
0: Studios. That would hang on the wall and was a fake cleaver. Um, and then it wasn't as funny when I had a child. You know, people come over. You don't want to get reported to child no, protective no. services, right? Right. right. Um, for having a fake cleaver on your wall, uh, hanging there. Okay. So absolutely amazing. I think that that's so. The word I want to say is edifying. Uh, which is probably real. More, well, but I. You know, you. I. One of the great things. My mother was so excited for me when I left home. And I went away to college. She was like, you're gonna learn about how other people live and you're gonna see how other people live. And sometimes somebody will do something, and you go, you do what? Yeah. That's what you do? And sometimes it helps you to better accept
1: yourself. And other times you go, Oh, I might want to do it your way. And or I do okay. the same thing. I think I I think I've told you about this that I, you know, I made hard-boiled eggs away, know how to do it, know yeah. what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing. Nobody can tell me. I'm not really that human, but sometimes I am. Uh, I'm very controlling in my brain because everything has to have a spot. And uh, we were somewhere, and you know, we've all hard-boiled eggs how many times, and you get the eggs that stick to the thing. And my friend made them, and, and none of her shells were sticking to the egg. And I'm like, what? And she's like, well, how do you do your eggs? And I said, well, I put them in the water, let it boil, cook it for like 15 minutes, turn it off, and that's it. She's like, oh, no. You boil the water. You stick them in while it's boiling. And I'm like, first of all, that's just weird. And then um, and then you take them out and you da-da-da-da. So it's like, I'll try that. So I do. That's how I do it now. Kobe knows. That's Kobe learned fine. how. Kobe doesn't do the stove, but he's learned how to do a hard-boiled egg. Um, and you put them in when the water's boiling. I have a sp- the spoon that's hanging in that video is what I put the eggs in with. Yeah. Um, I let it cook for 14 minutes exactly. When it's done, I take it out, fill, I put that in my sink, fill it with cold water, and now I actually put an ice bath on top of it. Uh And my shells, actually, another thing with ball jars, is you take a tiny bit of water and you take a hard-boiled egg and you shake it. That I know. And that's super-duper high. It's too much for me. I don't need another thing to clean. Yeah. So for me, just with the ice bath, they they go in the ice box in that little container. Now you guys know... You know my kitchen you know my tools and then you crack them and the the, the egg just comes off i mean the That's shell amazing
0: well uh, we need this tip but also can i say that when i saw the big um slotted spoon things that are shaped like yeah. you would stir fry i went oh my gosh because i used to have slotted spoons i don't have slotted spoons anymore they all broke i don't know why and and they don't really work the way you want them to and that you can't really drain. I
1: don't have a single one of those. So what I use things. So one you can see is this it was the silver one. Uh-huh. That's like a stir fry. I don't use that to stir fry. I use a wooden right. a wooden thing or I use long chopstick or right. we call them hashi at my house. Um, but I use um English. Uh-huh. Um, I, I use those spoons, the silicone yes. one that you saw, Yes, because I, I, I think I've told you guys that I save all of my my vegetable scraps and onions and my carcasses yeah. and anything like that to make chicken or vegetable broth, and that's how I get all the stuff oh, out. Interesting. Um, I, I do it that way. So you know what I have uh, that my mom turned me on to? I have a
0: set of nesting oh, yeah. uh, mesh colanders. colanders yeah. Like I, I have more colanders than any person should ever have. And I recently have thrown a couple of them away. But I, you know, I have like six colanders in my kitchen that I use hard use. But three, four of them are mesh in different sizes. And that's what I do when I'm making broth.
1: So what I do because of the of the my dutch oven
0: uh-huh. and because it's
1: so big and then i have to pour it into something i call it lazy cooking or lazy rachel because uh-huh. i just i use that to get everything out and then i hold the pan a certain way uh-huh. and get everything that i need because all the other stuff i want some of that stuff in there right i right. want the pieces of garlic i want some of the onion i want right. some, but like the bones and the different things yeah. like that i'm happy to just
0: yeah bye Pitch, pitch those absolutely Okay, there was something else in, in amongst all of that, that. You know what I was going to say? I, recently, I, I reconnected with a really good friend of mine from high school, and we were talking about stuff, and, and I had a memory, and I said, you know what I remember one of the last times I saw you? I was maybe in graduate school, and she was married and already had one kid, and I went over to her house, and she was folding laundry, and she was folding her towels, and she was like, ugh. And I, I said, what's going on? There was clearly, and she said, you know, you're, I'm at that phase where, you know, I learned how to fold towels one way because that's how my mom folded them. And she said, and now, and they don't fit in my cabinet that way. So I've learned a new way to fold the towels and I just have to remind myself to fold the towels that way. And I went, oh my gosh. How do you fold a towel? Well, well at the time I was like, boy this is what your life is because my life was not about folding towels in that moment I think I was in graduate school and it was about you know graduating and I was like wow is this what happens when you get older and responsible and you adult that your life becomes about how you fold towels and then of course I grew up and it's a big thing in our house how are we folding the towels and we've tried these different ways of folding the towels and I brought it up to her and she and I said it was a really a watershed moment for me and she said that's so funny I have a memory of that too and it was a big moment for me too that I was claiming my own as a woman in my own right and sharing that with you that you know I'm not going to fold the towels the way my mom and I, I knew her mom loved her mom but I but it's interesting because the these things like we find our own way that you were talking about we do. if, if I want to put this spoon in you know in these drawers I can find my and own and listen right.
1: I've had the moment like your mom she came and moved the things mm-hmm. my mom did that once when Kobe was little I love you mom but she came and she moved things, and it was when Kobe was in the midst of just being diagnosed and needed things a certain way, and if it yeah. wasn't, it was really difficult. And I remember calling him with in a full tantrum because she'd redone all of my cabinets and oh. uh, and I didn't know where things were that he specifically needed that she didn't know he needed. And, I and was I'm like, sure she thought she was being helpful. She was and I love her. I love you, mom but i my thing is as i was just talking about this there might be a sticky note that you have on a table yeah that is the last memory of a person or something that you need yeah. it's one person's trash but to me yeah. i have i have my dishes on my right hand side yep. cuz that's where my hands go yep you have it on your left cuz that's where you go yep. so when i i was talking to my auntie who i helped her get her home completely um, organized after my uncle passed and everything I said, where do you want this? It's not me who's going to be using it every day. It's going to be you. And so I would go through and we'd do one drawer, one part at a time, and say, where do you want this to be? See, I am so good at organizing other people. For years, when we
0: were just going through the beginning of um, the autism diagnosis, I had already been a college professor, but I was working as a closet designer that they would send me to people's homes and I would measure and I would draw a design. I would say to them, like, you know, let me look at your closet. How much long hanging do you have? How much stuff do you need shelves for? How many drawers? You know, and I would sort of look at what they had in their closet and I would design them a closet that would work around their stuff. It was different every time. So there was no prefab and it was designed to the closet to the exact, I would tape measure everything and draw it on graph paper in their living room for them. That's how I met the shepherds was that I was brought to their house to design a closet. Um, And that's how I found out about Dr. Doreen for the first time, was going to a closet home. Um, But you know, I can do that for somebody else. I can, for yourself, I can come to anybody else's house and organize you within an inch of your life. But my yeah. own
1: stuff, who not They say you. that about electricians. You go to an electrician's house yeah. and nothing works and no lights work or anything because they're doing yeah. it all day long somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I don't organize other people now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, nobody. I love it. organizing other people. But for me, again, it's either mass chaos or mass organization. Yeah. And I've learned that the organization right now for me is what keeps my brain and my mental health in a space, especially with my ADHD. And like I said, in some of those things, the visualness of seeing what I have, like my eggs being open, then I can see the eggs. I know that they're there. Same with my fruit, same with my things, clear top things for me are better. All of my Rubbermaid and Tupperware are open and you can see. Now, in storage, I don't want to see in my bins, but like there are certain things that I need to be able to see those things. So I'm like, well, oh, that food's in there. Oh, that's yeah. there. Oh, uh, you know, I was one of the things that um, I was saying about the earlier is I had homemade pickles in there. When I have those pickle jars yeah. and the brine is done, I, I, we do a, a dozen or a dozen hard-boiled eggs and six of them go in the brine. Oh. I take a little skewer and I skewer through the bottom and top and pickle the eggs and because we love a pickled egg. Yeah. So like I try to do things like that. Those yeah. I could just put the jar in and throw it away. Or like I said about the jam jar or the jelly jar, I clean those out. I put those under my sink. And when I have fry oil or meat oil or something that I cook that I need yeah. to throw away, it goes in the jar and then it can be thrown away. So it's yeah. had another life. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Do you know what I would do with the empty jars? I turn them into Halloween apothecary jars oh, yes. for my, oh, for my You need to show those. Uh, sometime I will. I will. They
1: are phenomenal. I well, love them.
0: You know, it was all born from, uh, I love Christmas. And when I decorate for Christmas, I only go to sales after Christmas. I never buy anything full price for Christmas decorations because I can't. I, I never could afford it. I certainly can't afford it uh, I, in the past, in the future. I, it's crazy to me how much things are. But I love shopping after Christmas, after Christmas. H- same thing with Halloween, but Halloween... They're starting to have more stuff, but it tends to go. It goes really so, quick now. So it's very hard. I think they don't get
1: as much because the season isn't as long.
0: Yeah, and and people buy the stuff, and and so and and are now people tend to store it, and they don't sell it. They don't put it on big clearance because I love a good eighty percent, ninety percent off sale. Ooh, I get me some good stuff uh, for Christmas. Right now, I'm going to do a commercial right now for Michael's. If you have a Michael's store that's near you, most of them have taken all of their Christmas clearance. It went to 80%, then it went to 90%. And now they have boxes, surprise boxes, that they were $10. I think they just marked them down to $5. A huge box. You don't know what's inside. It's a surprise box. Yes. (laughs) Can I take you there immediately after we leave here? I think we know where we're going after here. And I did this Because I need Christmas. uh, And I... Right? And I did this once after the 4th of July, and you... I have more... I have 4th of July signs for you, me, and everybody else in
1: the building. Uh, But can I say, when there was a a Harry Potter party... Yes. Was it November? Yes. And it was so great. We had so many cool things... The things that Shannon had and the things that Shannon found, it was amazing.
0: Well, but most of them were made by you. No, the
1: things that you pre-had. The
0: gift that you you guys gave us, we need to make sure that we find a picture of to show you guys because she made this sign that was
1: off the hook craziness. I have to say, I don't usually like the things I make. Oh. It is a freaking rad sign. My gosh. My thing is- Harry Potter- and it's a directional sign, and it has all of the different things. Ugh. It has Hogwarts and Hogsmeads and and Gringotts, and there's a white owl on the top. It, it's it's the best thing ever. Totally made hand ever. done out of a bunch of scrap wood. Um, Louie helped me do it. My mom's uh, partner Louis helped us, and my mom it, helped me. But like it, I'm gonna say probably one of the best things I've ever made.
0: And I just want to have now. I want to move to a house that has a big covered porch so that it can always be there. But I think somebody would steal it. So I don't know, but it's amazing, uh, and and I love it. Uh, thank you so much. Of uh, but uh, but so for Halloween, uh, my husband and my son, their favorite thing is to decorate for Halloween, and I uh, you know Halloween decorations are really uh, they're different. Some they're very prefab, yeah. and I don't want to this... get some that are like the horror and some that are the fun or the yeah. cute, and it's like to
1: find what you want.
0: Yeah, and, and now we've sort of morphed into that the dining room is more the pumpkin-y place and the, the living room where we spend all of our time and watch TV is more the spooky place. But I don't want full you know, knife-bleeding wee, horror wee, wee. kind yeah. of thing. So um, and we didn't, you know, we didn't have money um, uh, a few years ago, and we started. I said I want to make these apothecary jars because oh. uh, you can buy them and they're super expensive. And I said, let's. We've got a bunch of jars. Let's make. And and so now we're always on the lookout. Jem came to me the other day, and he was like, "We have to buy this sriracha because it's in a great bottle, right?" And um, I love him. That's and, great. And I'm almost to the point where I really can't fit any more apothecary jars in. I don't have shelves for them. But then I started making cl- t- clay tops on top of them and making a snake that tw- twirled around it.
1: No, they're phenomenal, you they're, guys.
0: Some of them are fun. I think they're some of them are really fun. But we'll share those another time. I don't know. That's where I. That's where my jars go. And I have a whole cabinet that was just jars. Yeah. Now it's all... Ceramic mugs. Yeah, ceramic and mugs and whale tail mugs. Which I
1: only drink my tea out of a certain mug that Shannon gave me and I only eat my soups and chili out of another one she gave me, so.
0: Well, I've I've put pause on my pottery for a little while because we're busy with the podcast-a-thon. But, um...
1: It's been, this, made this. This is a mug. Look okay, at, they're that, amazing. That I'm telling you, that's made, all. The one um, you made me looks like the waves in the ocean. And I don't think you meant it to be like that, no, right? No, I
0: certainly did.
1: And, oh, you did? I certainly did.
0: Oh, I thought you didn't for some I, reason. I sculpted the little stamp and and
1: uh, made it. It was supposed to look like ocean. I didn't think it did look like ocean. Oh, and then that, you said it looks like I ocean. Walked I walked in went, the house look. and said, I want that because it looks like the, the waves and the yeah. and the shh.
0: Well, I think I have a bunch of mugs and bowls that I think we're going to give gifts away during the podcast-a-thon that you can have one shipped to you. They're all Wonkinator. I will tell you, there's not They're all Lovinator. They're Lovinator, Wonkinator. Okay. Anyway, uh, I also have, I don't know how much time we have left. We're but done. Uh, are we done? Yeah. Are we all the way done? Yeah. Some other time, I want to play this game with you. This is uh, We got this from Discovery Toys, and it's one of my favorite things. It's, this one is family talk, but they have grandparent talk. And some of you guys write in and say, you know. What some, are the questions? Like, what are some of so, uh, Okay, so here's a question. Name one goal you have for yourself.
1: Wake up every day.
0: There we go. Um, What's one of yours? Uh, one goal that I have for myself is to sometime get rid of all the crap in my garage that I don't use. Um, that's used to be there, there. was a couple of years ago that, um, somebody said, what's one goal that you want to have till the end of the year and a woman's group that I belong to. And I said, well, I want to finish my book, lose 50 pounds and clean my garage. So you just and, had one thing left and I have one thing left, but I need to lose another 50 pounds. I need to, up that one. But I finished the book and they said, well, maybe you should start with one thing. Maybe you should start with one area of your garage. And I was like, it'll oh, never sure. happen. Anyway, I love these because it's it's a conversation I starter. And sometimes we don't idea. know what to ask our kids. But if you give it to your kid and have yeah. your kid ask you a question, I love that. And then you answer it and they get to know you. And anyway. Discovery Toys, they have a couple of different ones of these, but, um, and it's great for when you have the grandparents coming over because I certainly had the experience where um, people said to me, I want to communicate with your child, but I don't really know where to start. And they—it's not that hard to right. communicate with our kids, but yeah. sometimes people get gummed up. They just in aren't it. sure where to start or what to do, and so this can be. Yeah. And so we were going to play I this, but that. we're out
1: of time because we had time. so much fun touring talking your about, kitchen, which I thought you were going to fall asleep on. So I'm glad. Thank you. No, I was like, is this so boring? I don't know. And I was
0: like, What are you talking about? It's you, you are always interesting. It's impossible for <laughs> you to be uninteresting, and it's uh, anyway. So. Uh, Okay, that's where you knew that we were Correct. out of time. I didn't know. How, I, I, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm new in my studio. I'm, I'm new here today. Hi. Uh, I'm a new employee. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, we're going to see you next during the podcast-a-thon. You're going to be, you're, you're be first up with an hour with you and Kobe at midnight, but then the following afternoon, you're here with me for an hour yes. and we're going to have some fun things. And if you guys to talk have about, questions
1: or yeah. recipes or anything, or you want to ask a question or, or anything like that, please write in and let us know what you want to know from us. You want to know we've watched something I called Shannon with a movie that I saw yesterday that I... Very much wasn't my favorite, and we're not going to talk about what it is right now because this is not Moira. Let's talk Moira, <laughs> movies with Moira and Shannon. But um, And I said I want you to know, like we talk about things, we talk about all the things. All the things. So write in if you have questions, if there's something you want to know about Shannon and I, parenting, food. Yes. Um, anything. Autism. But before we leave, there's something that you always like to uh, end the show with, and
0: I don't know if uh, I, I forgot to remind Traven that there is the picture. What are we thankful for? Yes. Uh, what are we thankful for? But there, there's a picture of... of... Uh, in, Entry on Moloka'i and Kanani's Moloka'i Rainbow. was yes. the word that I yes. couldn't think of. But do you want to? Do you want to start and say what you're thankful? For? Well, I, you, uh, sh- Shannon. What are you thankful for? Okay. What am I thankful for? I am thankful for this time with you. I am thankful for both of our kids and amazing people that they are, and I'm really thankful to have the opportunity to do this podcast thon because mm. I think. Somebody is going to say, I saw this, and I never would have
1: seen it if we hadn't done the podcast So that's what I'm going to say, but thankful for the time with you. What are you thankful for? I'm actually thankful for what Kobe's doing outside of this room right now, um, which I'm not going to tell you about, but we will come back to another day, um, because it's something that's really hard for him, and he was super stressed out about, and he's doing phenomenal, and I'm trying not to be a control freak, Um, uh, (laughs) but I'm super thankful for that in this moment right now. Of course, I'm always thankful for you. I'm thankful for all of you guys watching the show and looking in my refrigerator. Yes, and <laughs> and I'm thankful for my whole family. Me too. Me too.
0: So thank you guys for being here with us. Uh, you'll see more of uh, Autism Network starting on Monday, and we're then we're just going to be a week away from the podcastathon. Somebody uh, sedate me, <laughs> all right? Uh, just get me to the Greek on time. Um, but. Uh, Please, uh, until we're back, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now. Bye.